Attending UA in the support department was as overwhelming as you expected, but you knew better than to pile too much self-loathing and let it weigh you down, who's on top of their game only a month into an entirely new environment anyways. When you were little, you looked up to Mirko since you had ears and a tail just like she did. Though as you aged, you quickly realized you weren't nearly as gifted in the hopping department and having bunny-like teeth got less cute when you became a teenager. Unlike your mother, who can jump 20 feet with ease, you can only get to 10, and that's if you're really trying. Your quirk was only, was really only a mild physical mutation. It seemed foolish to chase down the path of heroics when the only special skill you naturally had was your superior hearing. The large ears perched at the top of your head aren't just for show, they're incredibly sensitive, which is excellent for tinkering and figuring out what's wrong with machines, something you've gotten really good at. As well as lockpicking, but you try your best to keep from enabling that growing bad habit. Honestly, if you weren't made to get past locked doors, then why did they make them so easy to get past? Instead of engaging in mischief, you funneled all your intelligence and ambition into costume design, namely large tank suits that are more defensive than anything. Today wasn't any less or more difficult than it usually is. Filled with you pleading with me to stop detoning her bomb-like creations inside the workshop, She's very nice about it, and you'd like to consider her a friend, but she has no consideration for how loud she can be. You're currently shoving your booth books into the locker and getting ready to make your way home, your work-in-progress notebook under your arm. Earlier, you'd been hit with a wave of inspiration for a new prototype boot, and you intended to spend your entire weekend making proper... As you close your locker, you hear someone call your name, your relaxed ears perking up and turning in the direction it came from. You looked around to see who's calling for you, seeing a boy jogging towards you while waving. He isn't someone you recognize at all, but he's making eye contact and grinning, so you wait for him to approach you. Once he gets to you, he stops and leans against the row of lockers next to you as if he wasn't just running tilting his head with an obvious practice cool smile. Hey. You smile back and politely wave with your fingers. Hi, did you need something for me? He blinks a few times and chuckles a little nervously. Not really, just wanted to say something since it's been a while. You quickly try to think of his name, pressing a thumb to your bottom lip as you rack your brain. He's got blonde hair with a light lightning bolt printed onto his bangs. It seems like hairstyle you'd remember if you've seen it before. Unfortunately, you don't have the slightest idea. I'm sorry, I think you're mistaking me for someone else? I don't believe we've actually met before, you say with a shrug. Oh, I know those ears anywhere, he says as he looks up to them. They've always caught my attention. That gives you more genuine smile. Thank you. My name is Kaminari, he says with a slightly deeper voice, saying your full name without skipping a beat. Immediately, you start to feel bad, sighing with a relieved laugh as you finally remember who it is. Kaminari! Okay, it's all coming back now. I haven't seen you since last year. Vague memories start to, re- start to surface, mainly him being a class clown and making you laugh more than a few times. You'd gone grade-schooled, 
and middle school with him, though you hadn't had a whole lot of different direct interaction. A couple of group projects and perhaps some greetings, but it's not like you'd ever hung out with him outside of school before. He seems excited at that, his eyes lighting up as he nods. Yeah, I had no idea you'd gone to UA too. Are you busy tonight? The question makes you pause, making a 50-50 hand gesture. Not really, but I was going to work on something. That's fine. If it's just homework, I can totally help you. Consider it a study session. Let me take you to get some tea. We've got some catching up to do. Usually, being interrupted would upset you, but there's something about him that keeps you calm. Maybe it's the pure enthusiasm in his voice that picks up between the thick attempt at sounding smooth. He stands up straight at the end of his sentence, shoving his hands into his pocket. You want to sequester yourself into your room until Monday morning, but it's impossible to turn him down. Alright, sure, why not? You say with a fading reluctance. What time and where? He fishes his phone out of his pocket and locks it, turning it around to show you a picture of the place. It's called Energizer Bunny. They mainly sell coffee, but I've been there before and their tea is super good. And I was thinking we could just go now. It's not that long of a walk from here anyways. You stifle a laugh as you raise an eyebrow, now heavily aware that this whole situation is not a coincidence. How long did he have that ready? Did he see that and think of you? Or was it the other way around? As you glance up from the phone, you notice he's looking at you, expecting an answer. Never been. I'll take your word for it. Just text. Let me just text my mom real quick so she knows I'll be home later. Before you can take your own phone out, he points a finger in towards you with a flare. Then you can give me your number. He winks and he can't hold back a shy smile, a faint blush rising to your cheeks. You've never been flirted with so boldly, or even at all, and you don't doubt that his charms will lessen in a more secluded location. This is going to be a very interesting study session. Thank you.